Ladies and gentlemen, Brandy J's podcast, a voice to be reckoned with, would like to thank you for making the right choice in choosing a podcast that moves a nation. And now, here she is in five, four, three, two, one. You know what time it is. Buckle up. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yes, yes, everybody. I speak 1906 is here with me. One of TikTok's biggest creators. He's in the in the building. Not literally, but he, he's in the building, okay? You know what I mean. Damn it. And guess what? You're gonna enjoy it. And I just wanted to say this before um, we get get into it because I just needed everybody to know in 1906 I needed you to know that I really appreciated you coming on here I really appreciated the realness and the authenticity you know as if we were in one of your lives you know even your daughter all of that stuff I just thought that was something that why well, you taking that out leader in there you know like this is who he is this is, you know, this is what it is. This is who he is. And uh, I just loved everything about it. So I just want to say, guys, if you didn't know and you want to know, you're about to know. Okay? So uh, buckle up. Let's go. All right, so I'm here with I Speak 1906, one of TikTok's biggest creators. Um, he's a poet, entrepreneur, a speaker, and he is here with us today to tell us his story. And uh, how's it going? Oh, it's going well. <laughs> um, I appreciate you having me on. Um, a, a lot of uh, a lot of creators. Um, well, well, first of all, like I said, thank you for having me on and, you know, reaching out to me and being, you know, as respectful as you are, you know, sometimes people uh, take this, this idea that, you know, they're entitled to the time of an individual and or um, of the uh, acceptance of said uh, invite, when the reality is that, um, and we, you know, we spoke about this before, you know, it doesn't matter how big your platform is, you know, someone reaches out to you in a respectful manner and have a, a, a reputable platform, it should be no issue for you to, uh, to speak on that. So, um, thank you for having me on. Uh, a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up in the foster care system. Um, spent the first five years of my life in foster care. From there, kind of bounced around from home to home between my grandmother, and my aunt, my oldest brother. Um, I went through uh, small bouts 
uh, with depression, anxiety. Um, I was sexually assaulted as a teenager. Um, then, at, you know, as I got older, uh, I graduated. I'm giving you guys the cliff notes at this point. Um, I graduated uh, high school, first in my class, got a full four-year scholarship to college, went to college, graduated, got a job. Um, I was teaching uh, middle school English, sixth and seventh grade, um, to whereby I dealt with some uh, very egregious racist uh, situations um, to whereas I resigned and I joined the United States Navy. So now I am in the military. Um, I have a wife and three children. And um, Brandy and I actually were able to link up on TikTok um, to whereas I've now amassed a platform of over 240,000 followers and uh, 7.1 million likes. <laughs> um, and I, uh, you know, like I said, I appreciate the, the opportunity to be able to delve uh, deeper into some of those aspects. So um, anything you want to get specific about, you got the <laughs> For sure, for sure. Uh, thank you for um, giving, that, giving us that there. Uh, I felt like I was telling some of my other, um, you know, friends in, in the uh, broadcast and the media, I was like, I think this guy, you guys would be interested, you know, because there was a whole nother show they wanted to bring you in on too. Uh, Amer uh, Miss Education of America, that's still happening, but I said, I think you'd be, because you know, you're, you're well-spoken and, and and I like the way you explain things. And I, as I dove into finding out more about you, like that's what you kind of, you do, you have like a business, right? Where you uh, you promote, you like help people with speaking and and bettering them. Yes, basically. so I, uh, on, the, on that standpoint, I am a professional public speaker um, and I'm also certified as a speaker trainer through Toastmasters International to essentially teach others how to effectively communicate um, to whereby uh, I can go into companies and teach their employees um, as well as individuals. I do a lot of individual coaching. Um, I don't brand myself as a coach. Um, I just like to think of myself more so as a mentor um, mm -hmm. in that regard, just because I don't want the, the, the idea of the coaching industry to be muddied by those who are not legitimately certified. But yeah. again, you know, that kind of, you know, begs to the idea that you don't have to be certified to be a coach. Everyone can be a coach in their own right. But to actually charge money for that is a completely different spectrum. Um, so in that regard, like, you know, like I said, you know, have them reach out to me. I don't mind having a conversation with them um, to go on their platform as well. And also, too, um, that I'm doing this off the respect that I have for you. Because normally I charge people for stuff like this. You know what I mean? Oh, because like I said, you. I am a professional. Yeah, no doubt. And the thing about it is a lot of my mentors, um, let me just say this, the Navy pays me very well. You know what I mean? And, it, you know, that's not on me, be, you know, bragging or anything. You can Google my salary. You know, I'm a five-year, you know, E5. You can Google my salary. It's not, you know, too, too much, but it's enough to feed my family. And then, like you said, the, my entrepreneur endeavors. I'm an author. I wrote a book, The Purpose of Power. Um, that's on Amazon. I'm a spoken word artist. Um, I have a, an album that I put out, Metaphorically Speaking. Uh, that's available on all um, platforms, all music platforms. And then, like I said, my individual sessions um, with individuals, not only professional public speaking, but also poetry and um, social media uh, coaching as well. Uh, and in that regard, uh, well, mentorship, uh, so to speak. But I am looking at getting my certifications because a lot of people do view me as that. And uh, the reality is that if you're going to do something, especially for free, you're going to do it because you want to do it, not because you have to do it. You know, and I tell people all the time, you know, I'm all about supporting people's platforms, especially if, you know, they have a platform to whereby they have a fee. You know, I'm a firm believer in supporting people 100 percent and not looking for what I call the homie hookup. And just to go yeah. on record, 
Brandy didn't ask me for the homie hookup. She said, hey, I got this platform. I would love for you to be on it. You know, we spoke. Um, I have, you know, established a pretty decent rapport with her. And, you know, I said, you know, cool. We kind of missed each other yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> I'll do your life. Um, but, you know, <laughs> we, uh, you know, we rescheduled. And, you know, because I'm a man of my word. You know, my name and my word mean everything to me. So I wanted to ensure that, you know, I was being as forthcoming as possible with, you know, not only getting my own message out, but ensuring that, you know, I keep to my word of coming on here um, as well. So, uh, like I said, have them reach out to me. I have absolutely no issue. Give me a second. That is on the phone. Yes. Okay. So, so cute. That, that's, that little that little tidbit. <laughs> awesome. Thank you once again. But um, you know, uh, TikTok. How did um? How did you? You know, because before you know, TikTok was you know dancing and and grooving and stuff. When did you um begin with TikTok? When did you decide to join the community? So I started my platform in March of this year, March 24th, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, March 24th. And I had known about TikTok for like a good 18 months because my wife had a TikTok. Um, and in that regard, uh, she put me on to uh, Conscious Leap to whereby I was like, wait a minute, I thought this was just like a dancing platform. Like I didn't know people would, like actually post like intellectual content and like political content and stuff like that. And to, to which I was introduced to the different sides of TikTok. To whereas yeah. if you engage with certain uh, content, then that's the side, so to speak, that your For You page will be indicative of in terms of the content that you engage with on a consistent basis. So in that, I realized, oh, snap. Well, if he can build a platform, and at that time, he was at like, I think like 200,000 followers. Now, I think he's like over 400,000. Um, I was like, if he can build a platform, I know I can build a platform. And I started off with my poetry. Because I figure, you know, I don't know any other spoken word artists that do what I do on TikTok. So hmm, let me try it. I gained 40,000 followers my first month. My second month and a week into my third month, I gained over 100,000. And I was still learning the platform as a creator. I knew it as a watcher, but I didn't know it as a creator. And um, from there, I just wanted to solidify myself as one of the top black male intellectuals on the app because there's so much more to me than just poetry. You know what yeah. I mean? And building my platform so fast, it was just that there's more to me than just my spoken word. You know, I'm very intelligent. I'm a husband, I'm a father, you know, I'm in, a, I'm in a fraternity, I'm in the military, so many different, you know, aspects. I'm an author, you know, uh, I'm a public speaker. So all of these different things I feel like could make me a much more well-rounded TikToker for people to see my perspective, hear my perspective. And then for those that wanted to follow me and latch onto my content, then, you know, we could do that as well as well as speak on current issues and things that are going on uh, in the world, then, you know, I could do that as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is a circle. <laughs> All right. So cute. Um, so, yeah, because that's what I thought it was. I was, um, I know I usually tell people, then it seemed to, like, go more into a movement. Like, it kind of, like, took, like, that's basically really all you'll really see now is, people speaking out on what's going on and, and Black Lives Matter and just like mm -hmm. some really you know, deep stuff. And so did, would you say that it, it kind of, that's when it really picked up around after George Floyd's um, murder? I think to an extent, um, there's also people that uh, I think TikTokers look to as, um, how can I put this? I guess like the, the gatekeepers of intelligence, if you will. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so people like, um, for example, Consciously, um, T. Nathan, uh, The Savage Lokius, uh, Bad Guy Brody, Freak the Gemini, um, Young Merc Fire, um, we, we Love Lil Yeezy, um, Jay Williams J, guys like us who are intellectual, strong black men that when they see something happen in the news and or in the world, they want to know what our perspectives are on it just because of the respect that they have for us. Now, yeah. people like uh, Zashton, African Barb, um, what's the girl name? Ayana Heckard. Um, I always want to make sure that oftentimes we look at all of the top black males, but we don't look at the women that are leading on this app as well in that regard. And th yeah. there are a couple, a, a couple more, um, but there are specific people that when certain things happen, that they look to for these types of opinions and things of that nature. To whereby I, I would be more inclined to agree with you that it did pick up a lot more to whereas now people are seeing, oh, wow, the power of social media. Oh, also, my degree is in mass communications. So a lot of this stuff, journalism was like our foundation of a lot of our coursework. So for me, one of the, my slogans is before you speak, do your research. So yeah. in that, a lot of people, they post a lot of misinformation to fit a specific narrative. Yes. Okay, we'll go to the party. They post a lot of misinformation to whereby a person like myself, a quick Google search, and I can fact check them and debunk the misinformation that they're putting out into the atmosphere, not realizing that TikTok is the only platform right now, is the, I'm sorry, is the largest platform that has the most impressionable 12 to 22 year olds on it actively. They're on other platforms, but they're not active on other platforms right. to whereby the common man, so to speak, is not someone that's famous. You're what's called TikTok famous, but it's not someone like a Jason Derulo or right. a Lizzo or um, Kevin Hart, those types of celebrities who are on TikTok to whereas my followers value my opinion more than Kevin Hart, my right. opinion more than a Jason Derulo. So if he say Black Lives Matter and post a video to them, they're just like, oh, he's a celebrity. You know, he don't really mean that to where by me, they're like, oh, we know who I speak 1906 is. You get what I'm saying? Whereas yeah. on Instagram or Twitter, that might not be the same response. Yeah, totally. Yes. <laughs> and then so, you start talking. That's when they, they start, the kids are like, the home. They'll, they'll like to talk to you when you're talking and then. Man, listen. And talk to you. <laughs> My son is like that too. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, I, I agree, you know, and I'd rather listen to you, to be honest, versus Jason Derulo or Kevin Hart, you know, because that's just, that's what people do see. It's like, oh, they're just, just you know, we want to hear from, like, real, you know, like, people. I think that's, enough. I think that's another aspect of, and I'm sorry, let me cut you off. I think that's another aspect of TikTok that a lot of people, like, latch on to that we are real life, real life, tangible people. Do you yeah. think that you could literally post a comment in Kevin Hart's comments and get him on an interview like this that nope. quickly? Mm -mm. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so the accessibility is another thing too, to whereas one of my homies, Freak the Gemini, he got over 600,000 followers, way more followers than me. And we talk on the phone almost every day. You know what I'm saying? To whereas somebody like, uh, let's see, somebody that has a million followers, Papa Gut. 
if we engage in conversation, I, I can say confidently, I personally believe that if I literally reach out to Papa Gut, like, hey, I would love to have a conversation with you based on X, Y, and Z. And he has over a million followers. I believe that I can get him on the phone and have a conversation with him. So whereby you have a celebrity that might have yeah. 1 million, 2 million, 3 million followers on this specific platform. So whereas you reach out to them, you can't do the exact same. So the accessibility factor, as well as also to the lives, the lives are another thing that makes this platform unique too, because you can't save them unless you screen record. So whereby Facebook, you can post them to your page. Instagram, you can post them to your story and your page to whereby people can go look at the playback. Whereas um, TikTok lives are literally real time. You're getting me. Like this is literally my house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So whereas I'm not in a studio, I'm not at some type of like, you know, high profile, you know, type of, you know, environment, whereas we're literally having a genuine one-on-one, -on -one, you know, yeah. and it's, it's much more meaningful and impactful than if you get one of these celebrities to worry about their being political, they're not really speaking their mind the way they want to, because they don't want to lose a brand deal or something like that. Yeah. Listen, you getting me, you getting me 100%. Family and all, like just be, you change your diapers, multitasking and all that stuff. I'm telling you, <laughs> parenting don't stop because you're on live. Uh, listen, I change That's diapers it. on live. Listen, I give them food on live. <laughs> it don't even matter. Because, you're, again, you're literally getting our real lives, you know what I mean? Um, as opposed to someone that you can reach out and touch that's not as tangible or credible. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what's up. Um, you know, with this, you know, that's going on in TikTok, you're always going to get that negative side. You're going to get those trolls, you know? Absolutely. And you got one, but it was way, um, way... It, it 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 touched a lot of people and indeed how, how what was that like what do you feel about that like what would make somebody to sit there and i still can't wrap my head around it <laughs> i think uh holistically it was an eye opener yes okay i'll make sure i change it okay i think holistically because of how i view my family a lot of people realize that that's a trigger button for me yeah you know talking about my family or involving my family so um for your um your uh your audience uh someone posted a comment in my live saying that they were going to george floyd my newborn and in that moment i was so taken aback that someone even had the audacity to even say that that was number one um i firmly believe that you know trolls exist you know, they, they brand themselves as the idea of a troll came about from people trolling other people yeah. um, to whereby in some instances, there's no limits to what to the depths that a troll will go to to offend, to mm -hmm. um, to accuse, to uh, threaten. You know what I mean? It's, it's no, but it doesn't take away the humanistic aspect of uh, big creators such as myself that have massive platforms that people don't realize that they're just like, Oh, just shake it off. Or, you know, don't quit TikTok because of this. And then the reality is just like, I have every right to be upset about this. Yeah. I have every right to feel, you know, to cry about it for real, for real, because that is a different level of evil. Yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying? And, you know, even so much so for them to continue to say it over and over and over and over again, eventually the strongest person it's, it's gonna, it's gonna get to you. You know, it's oh, not yeah. gonna break me. But you know, to some people, it can potentially break them and cause them to quit the platform because such hate exists in the world. But for me, I'm the kind of person that the way I internalize trauma and the way in which I inter internalize pain, you know, I turn that frustration into focus 
and yeah. I, uh, I turn that pain into passion and I use it as a teachable moment to individuals and to creators that may necessarily come across a situation like that to let them know one, you're still human at the end of the day. It's okay yeah. for you to feel, it's okay for you to be upset. It's okay for you to contemplate leaving this platform because at the end of the day, let me show you something. And again, I don't do this to be arrogant or to be braggadocious or anything like that. I do this to prove a point. I don't have to, this is, this is what I call my uh, shrine of excellence, so to speak. These are all of my trophies, um, you know, my, my Navy picture, one of my paddles for my fraternity, you know what I mean? My, essentially my life accomplishments, so to speak. And the standpoint that I come from it is that I don't need TikTok clout. You have some people who literally make being a TikTok or their identity and yeah. being on social media, their identity to whereby it's almost like they don't have a personality of their own. You know what I mean? It's like they don't, who are you outside of TikTok? When the reality is that if I quit TikTok today or tomorrow, I would still be making the same, if not more money than I'm already making now because I've left the platform. So my loyal followers are gonna follow me to my other platforms. Two, I don't need TikTok. TikTok needs me. And I yeah. say that in the regard of not the platform, but in terms of me, my presence being on the platform. You know what I mean? And some people make social media their life and they put off this persona to whereby when people call them out, now all of a sudden they got to switch up their tactics. They got to switch up their content because now you've been called out. I'm giving you me right off the muscle. I'm intelligent. I'm a black father. I'm a black husband. I'm in the military. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's so many aspects to me that if I decide to show you, then cool. If I don't decide to show you, that's cool too. And it needs to be that way. However, yeah. the reality is that once you reach a certain level within your platform, certain things about your life is no longer private. And I understand that. But getting death threats to yeah. my newborn? Nah, you don't get used to that. You, yeah. you, we, I, I refuse to perpetuate an ideology that big TikTokers have to get used to receiving death threats. No, you don't have to get used to that. And you have every right to feel some type of way in the event that something like that actually takes place and or happens. You have every right to feel some type of way. But a lot of times what people don't acknowledge is the fact that we're human. We are still flipping human at the end of the day. We're still yeah. human. So some people are just like, oh, don't leave the platform. You're, you're letting them win. Letting them win? Because I decided to put my family over a platform that I don't truly need? No, that's not winning. That's called being mature and understanding that everything that I truly want to say that's lodged up in here, I can't say in a 60-second TikTok. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, er everything in that regard is not going to be you know, oh, I need to be this way or I need to be that way because the reality is that you can only put out so much and then you do your lives, then you, you know, hop on other people's platforms, people duet you, stuff like that, to whereby you can get out more of your thoughts and then you also got the option to put like text uh, in, your, um, in your videos to fully explain what it is that you mean if someone misunderstands it. Yeah, so like that. I pr I, yeah, I pray daily and I meditate daily and if I did it, I would probably have left TikTok a long time ago um, because it can be, it can be very toxic, very yeah. toxic. Yeah. And when you have so many followers, uh, some of them dip in there, the trolls dip in there and they like, like to hide, you know, amongst them and everything. And so it's kind of like, you know, yeah. you have to prepare yourself to, you know, I, sometimes I watch their reactions and it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> the stuff people say, and it's just like, wow. But um, do you feel like, 
TikTok, like, because I feel like the platforms have, um, they owe it to their creators and stuff to make it a safe place, you know, to be able to be creative and to, you know, do what they do. Do you feel like they got on it right away or like took care no, of it? They still no. haven't. I even had to reach out to the FBI because not only because I'm in the military, but because you can't, hate crimes are to be reported to the FBI, to the Civil Rights Division, as opposed to uh, TikTok's legal team. Now, in terms of TikTok's legal team, you know, uh, someone hasn't reached out to me yet, but I do have some contacts that because my videos went so viral, they actually got me in contact with someone to begin the process. But in yeah. terms of it being like initially jumped on, it wasn't. And to some people that can make them feel like the platform in and of itself, either one doesn't care or mm -hmm. two, because it's not stated specifically in the um, community guidelines, you can't report a comment on a live. You get what I'm saying? So even if I send them screenshots to the platform in and of itself, it's almost like it didn't happen, yeah. you know, unless you can furnish proof that it did happen. Now, in regards to certain videos, I do believe that the community guidelines need a massive overhaul, especially as it relates to racism. Yeah, um, you have that. a lot of people who, yeah, you have a lot of people that don't realize that if you go into the community guidelines and look at racial slurs, it's covered. They could say they're joking, so, right? That's all they got to say. And okay. I know you've probably seen it in some of my videos. I'll say for TikTok purposes, this is completely satire. Mm -hmm, that yeah. is what'll keep the video up. Or if I say in my caption that these are just jokes, or if I say in my comments, these are just jokes. TikTok is a computer. It's, a, it's almost like a computer system. And it analyzes when people mass report a video, right? And it's taken down. They analyze based off of the reports and based off of the rhetoric in the video and in the comments and the caption, whether or not this violates community guidelines. When they put that this is a joke or that this is dark humor or that this is satire, because that, that's the word they really look for, satire because it, it typically, it, it translates to joke. Satire is jokes or, or comedic material. To one person, it's funny, it's a joke. But to massive amounts of people, it's not funny. There's nothing yeah. funny about racism. But is racism covered under dark humor? Absolutely. But when you make your entire platform just about racism, it's no longer dark humor at that point. You're a racist. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff that happens on the app under the community guidelines by technical definition is covered, which is why even myself, I'll be confused. Like, why is it that I report this video and it doesn't get taken down? That's bull crap. And then I go and look at the community guidelines, hmm, it's covered. And, and whether we want to admit it or not, when you click that accept button, you accept yeah. the community guidelines. That's it's true. almost like terms and conditions. Most people, they get on me. Why do you always read the terms and conditions? Because I need to know what I'm accepting. <laughs> You're like, duh. So that when, <laughs> Listen, when people give me, like, when I go to, to like, T-Mobile and stuff like that, to, like, buy a phone or to whatever, and they give you that, like, six-page document with terms and conditions and tell you, oh, sign here, and I take 30 minutes to read the entire document, and they sit there like, oh, we got <laughs> other customers. Oh, no problem. I'll go sit over there on the couch and, and read, you know, all of this stuff. So I know what it is that I'm signing, because what happens yeah. is you go to complain, right, and the, the organization, TikTok, T-Mobile, AT&T, they just do this. But you signed our terms and conditions. So yeah. uh, this was covered, that was covered, this was covered, that was covered, this was covered, that was covered, and you end up looking like an idiot. Yep. So how like do I look championing <laughs> facts? How do I look championing on my page the ideology and or the thought process of, or the talking point rather, before you speak, do your research, if I yeah. myself am not doing my own research? Whether you like it or not, 
whether you you know agree with it or not, it's in the community guidelines, and you have to adhere by it. Otherwise, leave the platform. Exactly. Very true. Or 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 my apologies. Or petition for them to change it and or amend their ways so that it can be all encompassing of everybody. Yeah, for sure. That is true. Wow. Wow. I couldn't believe when I read that. Can you put it back away? Um, I'm sorry. So what, what is it, uh, so with your platform, do you have anything in the future or something that you, do you have any future plans that are going to be, obviously, because you have other things you do. So what do you see in the future for yourself and your platform on TikTok? Oh, you about to get an exclusive. <laughs> okay. So I've been uh, working as of recently on starting a podcast um, based off my slogan, buckle up, let's talk about it. Um, so I reached out to my uh, TikTok community um, for someone, uh, for a graphic designer. Um, number one, to get my TikTok family involved. And uh, number two, to ensure that I'm making you all part of the process so that when I do debut it, number one, to show the logo, and then two, to push people more so to the podcast, because a lot of the stuff that I talk about oftentimes, especially on my lives, they're like, yo, you should have a podcast. I will listen to you all the time, blah, 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 blah. And once you reach a certain level within your podcast, now it's another stream of income. Yeah. And I have a solidified audience that I know for a fact would oh, yeah. actually um, listen to whereby my big goal, that's one of my intermediate goals. My big goal is to scale out my platform so much so that I can live off of being a social media influencer to whereby I can travel the world doing what I love, which is public speaking, uh, doing keynotes, workshops, you know, uh, spoken word performances, things of that nature, um, and, you know, get paid decently uh, to do so. However, comma, I have a wife as a stay-at-home mom, and I have three children. So I can't just tell her, hey, babe, I'm finna get out the Navy and be a full-time TikToker. And she's like, well, how much are you making right now? Well, I ain't really making nothing right now. I see that being a skit. Like, <laughs> Come on. You know, I don't really have no brand deals or no endorsements, but I got good faith. We, we got three kids. Faith ain't going to pay the bills on the 1st and the 15th. <laughs> right, so, right. you know, that, that, that's uh, one of my bigger goals. And uh, one of my, uh, I guess, longstanding goals is to just continue putting good energy out into the atmosphere um, and, you know, allowing uh, individuals to a platform to be able to have these difficult conversations as it relates to race, uh, as it relates to culture, current events, uh, things of that nature, and uh, to give people an, uh, uh, an empowered mindset and have them feel emboldened that their, you know, uh, regardless of how big their platform is, their voice matters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why I always like to say, everybody, your voice matters. And that's, you know, another reason why I like doing what I do, because I want to give people, you know, every all of our voices matter. There's no one that's higher or less than. We're all here. We're all, you know, we're all human and we all have something to say. And I feel like if we can be respectful and we can share those things that make people uncomfortable, but if we can provide that safety, you know, then I think that's, that's going to get us somewhere. So most definitely, I was definitely going to bring that up to you. I was going to say, I think you should do a podcast, you know, cause I think yeah, that absolutely. like, oh, you see you like handling that. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Um, you inspire me, you know what I mean? To, to uh keep doing what i'm doing and to just do it you know just go for it because sometimes you get discouraged or i had my first set of trolls the other day and kind of have a feelings did but i didn't give up i just stayed i stayed at it and um 
yeah, I just, I just, I just knew that's what it comes with and just got to keep going. So I definitely appreciate what you do. And, um, yeah, I'm happy that I, I came to this community and I, and I came across you and, um, just know that if I could ever do anything for you, <laughs> you know, give me a holler. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, I'm for sure. So and, uh, another thing, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was about to say another, another thing that, you know, as you continue to build your platform, you'll realize that some of those people, while they present themselves as trolls, they're really and truly trying to see how long you're going to last on the platform. Mm -hmm. And I think once I eclipsed 200,000, they just knew, oh, I speak nice. I said, he's here to stay. You know, <laughs> know. he's here to stay. <laughs> so, you know, there's only so much that you can say. And then at a, a specific point, too, um, once you reach a certain level in the way that you build your platform, oftentimes... I don't even have to engage trolls in my comments. My followers will do it for me because they know I'm not about harassment. I'm not about doxing. I'm not about sending nobody death threats, but I am about holding people accountable for the things that they say. And when you yeah. post it on the internet, do know and do understand that somebody out there is going to hold you accountable. Oh, yeah. And you do that very well, I'm going to say. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. It's always nice to see. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to ask you before we go, where did you, mm -hmm. you're, uh, you're saying buckle up? Uh, where where did that come from? Is there a story behind that? Or you know, I was actually scrolling back through my videos to try to figure out where that came from because <laughs> it kind of just like became a thing. Um, I was, uh, I think I was in the car, and I think I literally buckled the seatbelt <laughs> to actually like talk about it. And like another thing, to, and this is this is another like. I guess, a uh, benefit of having a large uh, fan base as well. Even when you don't want something to become a thing, it'll become a thing. So like, for example, I have, uh, so right now I have Make It Make Sense, Buckle Up, Okay, 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 and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. And I call my followers my army of intellectuals. So when I first started doing these Make It Make Sense videos, it was more so just a caption along the top of my video to whereby I did a reaction video to some either racist stuff or like, you know, ridiculously sexual stuff that was happening that probably should not have been happening on the app. And then I go and report it. And then it says it doesn't violate community guidelines. So I'm like, yo, make this make sense. And a lot of people was just like, oh, this is around the time where people say you're, you are the CEO of. And I was like, I'm the CEO of make it make sense. What does that even mean? So <laughs> then people started to make me synonymous with make it make sense. So anytime somebody would say make it make sense, people would tag me in their videos. So then I'd be like, man, that don't make no sense. You know what I mean? And then I'll duet the video and I'll put, put like on the top on today's episode of make it make sense. And then I'll post, you know, their duet. And then when I realized duets don't get the same reaction as, yes, that is a bug. Um, it won't get the same reaction as you doing a regular organic video with just you. So I was yeah. like, hmm. I can just say it as a slogan and I don't have to do the duet, so to speak, boom, then it becomes a thing. The buckle up, let's talk about it. It wasn't nearly as like, I feel like it's more commercialized now. So whereby I say buckle up and then I zoom in and say, let's talk about it. It's not kind of like became like my thing. So whereas in the beginning, I literally was just like buckle up, let's talk about it. And then the same with, um, uh, I was doing one video and I was like, uh, okay, okay, okay. And then I would just literally go into whatever it is that I was talking about. After a while of doing it so long, my kids would say, too loud, daddy, in the background. <laughs> and I was like, 
Hmm. This actually sounds pretty decent. <laughs> Too loud, Kylie. <laughs> so whereas, you know, I say it so much, and now my followers, my literally in one of my lives, my followers were like, yo, you should put that on a onesie. I'm going to buy it. What? <laughs> my first, I think 24, no, no, I'm sorry. My first 48 hours of having that up, over 300 people bought onesies with okay, 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 too loud daddy on it. That's what and I was just like, what? <laughs> and now people are asking for merch that says, buckle up, let's talk about it. So in that regard, I was like, I don't want to just put words on a shirt again. I'm not doing that. What I want to do is I want to get a logo made. And then from there, I'll put that logo on the actual t-shirt and then we'll go from there. So I was like, okay, how best can I not only get the merch out and, you know, get income off of that. I want to do, uh, reach out to my TikTok community so I can assist someone else always helping in building yeah. their platform by saying, Hey, listen, this is what the official buckle up. Let's talk about it. Logo is this is the person that created it. Go show him some love. If you want some graphics and because of the, the depth of my platform, anybody that I promote, which you seen the hat that I had on the beginning, that was generational yeah. curse clothing. That was uh, one of my sponsored ads that I did most recently, but one of my uh, frat brothers, um, his clothing line, anybody that I put on my platform immediately, your product becomes boosted because of the respect, number one, that my followers have for me, and two, just off the sheer numbers of how many people follow me, because yeah. they, they are invested in whatever it is that I have on. So this one, it's just a regular Eagles hat, you know what I'm saying, that I wear in some of my videos, and you know, I just like how it feels. It's real meshy. I like how it feels, and I do, I do a lot of my like working out or like yard work with it on, and something like that. So in that regard, boosting things and putting people on my platform you know, especially in a positive manner. Now, if you hear buckle up, let's talk about it. <laughs> you're probably not going to like what's coming next after that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Put it on. But in that regard, I found it as a way to push out a lot of content at one time, but then also to champion and further push, oh, four slogans, before you speak, do your research. And then before that slogan, it's a mindset, but it's also a way of life because a lot of times people, they get emotionally triggered by things. And I tell them to push past the emotional and get to the logical. Don't diminish the emotional, but engage and address the logical aspect of it of, okay, you see something happen in the news. Immediately you become emotionally triggered. Cool. Now let's get to the logical. Let's talk facts. What are the facts of the case? What actually happened? Not what are you triggered by? What actually happened? And yeah. if you're going to talk about it, let's make sure we talk about the whole story, not just the part that fits your narrative. And you have a lot of people who politically pander on this app, or on, on TikTok, I said this app, this is Zoom, on, on TikTok. Um, and it's just like, it's so disgusting to me that they'll push out only a certain part of a story that fits their narrative and not the entire story and then give their personal opinion on it. Yeah. So when you come up, <laughs> buckle up. Yep. You know that's how I kind of that's how I kind of uh well also with fact checking but like that's how I with some people I come across if they've said that that you've you know what I mean kind of okayed them or you checked into it I'd be like okay okay I can I can do I can rock with her. <laughs> I was like you yeah, know there's a few people you know that have uh, put, uh been presented and your name has came up and you have back you know did obviously did your fact checking you backed them up and so it's like okay that's 
that's something I can tell somebody like, oh, they're definitely legit, you know, if this person yeah, is facts. speaking on it. So, and if they're not legit and they try to play me and they get on my platform, I'm gonna blast them because that's yeah. how I get down. You're not about to you, and that's another thing too. And this is something for you to take and put under your belt as well. As your platform continues to grow, because I'm more than positive it is going to grow, that you have to under, understand that not everyone is going to have good intentions when trying to connect with you. And some yeah. people are just going to try to eat off the platform that you've built just for the sake of eating off of it. Now, again, if you're going to do something and you're not going to charge for it, you do it because you want to do it, not because they're backing you to a, into a corner and or pressuring you to do it. And a lot of people will seek to try to do that. And one of my mentors, his name is Eric Thomas. He's an internationally... Um, known uh, public speaker as well as um, a minister, he talks a lot about how he gets paid, oh my goodness, astronomical amounts of money to go, you know, NBA, NFL, Fortune wow. 500 companies, all of this stuff. But he also does programs for free, but he does them because he wants to do them, not because he has to do them. And it's yeah. the same with you. As you continue to build your show, there are going to be people that are going to be like, Oh, yeah, I heard about Brandy's show. Yeah, yeah, Let me hit her up. Oh, come on. Come on, sis. You know we... Come on. Come <laughs> I, on, sis. When really and truly, it shouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? If you said to me, hey, I want to get you on my platform, but I charge X, Y, and Z, but I reached out to you because I'm... No problem. Either I'm going to tell you yes or I'm going to tell you no. Period. You know what I'm saying? And those that truly believe in, you know, the depth of your platform, and you know, I asked you a lot of questions. You know what yeah. I mean? As it relates to, you know, how you built your platform, what do you talk about, you know, what are your goals, blah, blah, blah. Because I want to get a full, complete understanding of what you got going on. Because now what happens is, let's say, for example, and I'm not saying you'll do this, but this is something for you to take into account. You attach yourself to someone, right? They do something that is of a completely nefarious nature. Now, the fact that you're connected to them, that reflects negatively off on your platform unknowingly and inadvertently because you're attached to them. Now that no longer becomes just their problem, it's your problem too. Yep, totally understand that. So you vet them as much as possible and say, hey, listen, if someone asks me about Brandy, I'm defending you to the, to the end of the moon. Until you give me a reason to not defend you, I'm going to defend you to the end of the moon. She's legit. And whenever this goes live, boom, I'm promoting it. I'm promoting your platform. I'm promoting your page because that's the kind of person that I am. I'm not just going to, oh, hey, guys, you know, I just did this, you know, this show, blah, 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 and then don't give none of the information about it. Right. How does that look? But you have people that do that, and they try to take and use their celebrity to suppress these smaller accounts and these yeah. uh, uh, smaller creators. When really true to me, that's just, that's just such a, a trash mentality to perpetuate, and I just refuse to be a part of that. Yeah. Well, you're a stand-up guy, and thank you so much. You know, we need more like you, you know, and... Uh, with with that though, be more because you're an you know an example, and you can be that for somebody else that you know can look to you and be like, well, if he can do it, you know what I'm saying, I can do it too, and I like that. Absolutely, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, I'm gonna let you go because I know you got things to do. I did have one more question, Absolutely. but I'll get that later. <laughs> no, no, no. You can ask you one more question. I got about uh, about ten minutes. Okay. So yesterday, that was freaking genius. <laughs> Um, when you, yeah, cause I, <laughs> when you said, I was just, I was just staring at you. I was just like looking at you. Like he said, he's, he's got something serious to say. And then he put the hat on and he said, Trump 2020. I was just, I still was staring at you. I just like, 
I, I started typing. I just said, okay, let me see how he's doing. <laughs> you know? so I just shut it down. I said, I went over to Instagram. And I said, are you okay? You right? <laughs> you know, I was like, it's all right. I was like, because this election right here is not like any other. And it's like, you just don't know. It's just not any other I've ever seen before. So I can like, I don't know what would make a person, but it's got to be something, you know, but at the same time, and I did a show on this. I had a talk with my son the other day about, about this. And I did a show on, I think it was yesterday, about, and then a year ago, I did a show on this, like letting political views split up. Um, I gave different scenarios, split up, um, break up friendships and stuff. Like with somebody, somebody that voted for somebody that you wouldn't, would you let yep. that play? You know, just ridding of a, of a friendship. You know, and that, that's like big for some people. There was a guy that said he would leave his whole his whole mama, you know what I mean, if she voted for Trump. And I was just like, I don't, I, I it's it's not as like black and white as as people make it seem. Like there's certain things that maybe this one president they can really stand for with, but it might not be all of the stuff they stand for. But they don't, you know, it's kind of set up that way. You kind of try to do the mm -hmm. best you can. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. That you did that and I the whole time I was thinking like oh god I bet you they feel really stupid right now. <laughs> you know? but you weaned them out you know so what it is though but I yeah that was pretty genius so, so was, was that something like you were like in the back of your head you're like let me see who's going to pay attention when I do this so it was a twofold uh situation so number one uh, a lot of the people didn't look at my previous post to whereas um, I, uh, well, not endorsed, but I pretty much uh, publicized the fact that uh, Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris as his running mate. And a lot of people uh, that follow my platform, they know that number one, I'm independent. I'm not left-leaning, I'm not right-leaning, I'm independent. I value policy over the person. Yeah. So a lot of times that, you know, don't get me wrong, I don't uh, not value the person in terms of who that individual is, because I definitely hold them accountable for the things that they say, but I'm more concerned especially as it relates to politicians, what are their policies? Yeah. Um, and in this regard, um, I've been saying publicly that I believe before he chose Kamala Harris, Joe Biden had no opportunity to beat Trump. I, I firmly, I will go on record to say, I did not think that he would have a chance at all of beating Trump on his own. And who he decides to choose is going to be very vitally important to him potentially defeating him if that's his ultimate goal. And again, I don't know anyone that runs for president besides Kanye West that don't want to win. <laughs> so in that regard, um, one of my uh, fraternity brothers, he had sent me um, his clothing line um, and paid me to do a uh, sponsor post for him, um, which I offer on my page um, for a flat rate of $100. That's it. Um, for people to, uh, for me to promote either a product, a service, a business, or whatever it may be, that's outside of the realm of my, I guess, normal talking points. So he sent me this blue hat, cool. and then this uh, burgundy hat, and it's actually burgundy, but under the light, it looks red. So I was like, hmm. Yes. Yes, it is a hat. No, 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 you're not putting on this hat. This is daddy's hat. Yeah, this is not a toy. This is not a toy. I'll buy you a hat, okay? All right, daddy will buy you your own hat. And then you don't have to worry about putting on daddy's hat. So in that <laughs> regard, I was like, hmm. I think this is a perfect opportunity to debut this clothing line. <laughs> so in that regard, 
I said, okay, what best can I do that I know is going to invoke an immediate reaction, but also do it so covertly yeah. that there's an underlying, because really and truly, I wanted to open up the conversation about just what you talked about and prove two points. Number one, people don't read and that I can do a sponsored post and promote a clothing line and people don't even realize that's what's going on. And then two, people become legitimately triggered by people's political beliefs, even when they don't believe it. But just the potential could be enough for people to turn on people. Yep, that quick. That Man, quick. That, that video right now has almost 100,000 views. Wow. And just that fast, I think in under an hour, it had like 30,000. In under an hour. I have never had a video do that great numbers that fast. Wow. So when I did my follow-up video, I was like, oh, I'm just throwing the bait out there. As a child, I love fishing. So I was like, I'm just throwing the bait out there. Just throwing the bait out there. And then in the comments, I'm like being covert too. I was like, wow, imagine, uh, um, I say, imagine judging someone based off their political beliefs. Wow, right? Just egging it on like, okay, I want to see where this is going. Then when I did my follow-up video, it was like, anyone that knows me, they know I'm, I'm an independent. I'm waiting on the debates to happen so that I can see where these people fare in terms of their policies and what their plans are for my community. And I also champion this mindset. If a politician does not have an agenda for your community or the issues facing your community, they don't deserve your vote. Because exactly. what happens is we emotionally judge these people after they've become elected when really and truly you should have had that energy way before they got elected. Exactly. Are you going to the town halls? Are you watching the debates? Because if you did, you would see that this person has this type of mindset. Yep. So in that regard, I knew that it was going to invoke a certain reaction. But then from some of my mutuals, not the people that haven't been following me for a long time, the people that have been following me since I was at like 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, that called me a sellout, that called me an Uncle Tom. And I'm just like, They didn't just Yo. like leave. They had to start name calling too. And I was just like, Man. Have you just start calling me names? People that have <laughs> blocked me, which is cool. You want to block me? Cool. I don't have no problem with that. Oh, you say it was a joke. It wasn't funny. You blocked me. Okay, cool. You, you're entitled to that. But you're going to call me a coon? a sellout, a Uncle Tom, not just random people. I'm talking about people that, like I said, have been following me for a very long time. So of all people, my solid base, they knew it was a joke. Right off the muscle. They knew it was a joke. Oh, I speak, stop playing. You're doing too much. Stop playing. <laughs> then you had that group of people that are just like, uh, I speak. <laughs> right? you, yeah. you good? <laughs> did, did you eat today? Are you okay? You know what I mean? <laughs> like you sent me a message. Uh, you, you, you okay? You feeling all right? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm good. And you're like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and then there are those that literally didn't say anything. They're like, I just waited for your follow-up video because I knew a follow-up video had to come. Yeah. Then you had those, of course, you had your Trump 2020s. Welcome to the to the Trump train, all of that good stuff. Yeah, you had um, people had a, on, they was like, really welcoming to you. They were like, come on in, brother. <laughs> I had a couple of big creators that were conservative Trump supporters like, welcome, we're so happy to have you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, they're going to be so it was, disappointed. It, oh, my god. It was gosh. kind of nice, though, too, even though you didn't mean it, you, if, if that were to be the case, they would be welcoming to you. It was still kind of like. Yeah, I said funny. that, which was really nice, which was really nice, by the way, too. You know what I mean? And, you know, I talked about that in my, in my, uh, my follow-up video, well, my follow-up to the follow-up. To whereby I was just like, you know, first of all, you guys don't read because it literally says hashtag sponsor post, hashtag G curse clothing, which is generational I curse go clothing. Lie. 
I didn't read it. I just was like, I'm going to check on him. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the website is gcursellc.com. And I was promoting his brand, but I put, the, I put the hats like right here on the edge of my knee. And I put just the brim up. That way, when I put the hat on all the way, I put it up like this. If I would have put it down like that, they would have known I was, I was BSing. And nobody would have took it seriously because they would have known it wasn't a MAGA hat. But just the fact that it was red and under the lighting, I had to get under a specific lighting for it to look red. The hat is burgundy, like a deep burgundy. If you've seen the hat in real life, you'd be like, even if it had MAGA on it, it's not a typical MAGA hat. The MAGA hats are like a, bl a bright, bloody red. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, oh, this is ingenious. And yeah. some people in the comments, if you look at the comments, they'll be like, oh, if you pause it at the right point, you can see a gold emblem on the front of the hat. I knew it wasn't a MAGA hat. I'm like, the average person is not doing that. Because I flicked it so fast, I literally grabbed it from my knee and was like, and put it up like that. Trump 2020, you might as well accept me. And when I said you might as well accept me, that was to lean back so that more people couldn't see what was on the front of it. Because there was also wording over here and wording over here, which is not indicative of MAGA hats. And some people actually saw it. They actually saw the stuff on the side and they saw the lip, but not everybody. To the point where the video went viral. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that too, in the comments, I was just like, you know, the crazy part is, let's say for example, I did decide to switch and become a conservative. It's really amazing to me the dynamic of what took place in those comments just yeah. off of the difference of opinion. So yeah. whereby a lot of my loyal followers were just like, listen, I don't care what your political beliefs are, you're an intelligent man. Not just yeah. an intelligent black man, but you're an intelligent man, period. And I love the facts that you spit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm not gonna judge you based off your political beliefs. And I was like, you know, I appreciate that. But you yeah. literally, like you said, speaking to the, the, the show that you did, there are literally people whose lives have been ruined whose relationships have been ruined, whose marriages have been ruined, whose families have had, you know, tumultuous situations happen, all based off of their political beliefs. And I just yeah. think that that's so crazy. Yeah. That is such a crazy concept. Put that car back. It is, it is. Because it's just like, mm. I know I've noticed during this, this election here that certain people that I used to have really um, a tight, you know, I consider tight, you know, relationship with, kind of like disappeared a little bit and you know it is what it is I stick with the ones that you know stick with me but I don't judge because I know people have I don't know the situation you know so full right. so really just be like oh oh you know I just I say nothing but I notice you know you never know Facts. Facts. yeah for sure but thank you so much and uh once again, that was so genius. I feel I think I'm going to talk about it when I do my other show because that right there was just like all I kept thinking was, man, I wonder what they're thinking right now. <laughs> I, I told my and I told my son, I said, "What would you do?" I said, "Would you take them back if they came back?" He was like, "Yeah." I said, "Really though? Would you?" <laughs> He's like, "Maybe." I was like, "Nah." <laughs> True colors, you know. But thank you again. Do you want to let the um, listeners know uh, where they can find you? Oh, absolutely. Um, you can catch me on Instagram, um, Anthony I Highland. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, same handle. Um, I make it very easy to find me on social media. I don't really promote Facebook so much so because I've already reached my 5,000 friend limit. Um, and it's really more intimate to, you know, family and close friends. Um, I just try to keep my platform separate from one another. Um, my TikTok, of course, I speak 1906. Um, and you're welcome on any of my platforms. And before you speak, do your research. That's what you that. speak, do your research. So um, absolutely. Oh, also, uh, my album, 
uh, metaphorically speaking. It's available on all streaming platforms. Uh, my book, The Purpose of Power, it's available on Amazon um, for less than the price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? And um, if you're looking for uh, an opportunity or a mentor, so to speak, to build a platform on social media, uh, I do offer sessions as well. Uh, a flat rate, 100 bucks, and uh, we can get started. Oh, I'm sorry, my consultations um, are 50 bucks. Um, but sponsor post on my page to promote your products and or services um, is a hundred bucks. And uh, I like to think that I'm pretty affordable. So, um, and if in fact you can't afford that, just hit me up. We'll ha we can have a conversation. For sure, for sure, for sure. Thank you for putting, and I'll make sure I keep that in my, uh, the notes on the, um, the show notes and I'll let you know when the show's coming out. Uh, most likely I'll have it going by tomorrow, but I'll let you, I'll give you the the okay sign like in the morning because i know we're like three hours behind i think yeah three hours behind so but i think i can okay. have it up tomorrow so yes 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 okay when when the link when the link goes when the link goes live just uh just text it to me for sure for sure everybody awesome, this awesome. Is 1906 thank you so much you're welcome anytime absolutely and thanks for having me on no problem anytime thank you previous post, you already know what time it is. Buckle up.